Hello, 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 saints of Yahweh, what's up? It is another glorious, wonderful day in the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Lord, we just love you. We lift our hands to you and give you praise. Glory to God. We thank you for this day, this Tuesday, March 7th, 2023. Hallelujah. And we will go forth and rejoice in you. Our word for today comes from Acts chapter 9, verses verses 32 through 42. And I'm reading from the New Living Translation. And, and it reads, Meanwhile, Peter traveled from place to place. And he came down to visit the believers in the town of Leda. There he met a man named Enos, who had been paralyzed and bedridden for eight years. Peter said to him, Enos, Jesus Christ heals you. Get up and roll up your sleeping mat. And he was healed instantly. Then the whole population of Leda, of Leda and Sharon saw Enos, saw Enos, I'm sorry, saw Enos walking around, and they turned to the Lord. There was a believer in Joppa named Tabitha, which in Greek is Dorcas. She was always doing kind things for others and helping the poor. About this time, she became ill and died. Her body was washed for burial and laid in an upstairs room. But the believers had heard that Peter was nearby in Leda, so they sent two men to beg him. Please come as soon as possible. So Peter returned with them, and as soon as he arrived, they took him to the upstairs room. The room was filled with the widows who were weeping and showing him the coats and other clothes that Dorcas had made for them. But Peter asked them all to leave the room, and then, and then he knelt and prayed. Turning to the body, he said, Get up, Tabitha. And she opened her eyes. When she saw Peter, she sat up. He gave her his hand and helped her up. Then he called in the widows and all the believers, and he presented her to them alive. The news spread. The news spread through the whole town, and many believed in the Lord, and many believed in the Lord. The miracles and wonders that were shown here in, in Acts should be going on today. Peter went around and preaching the good news of Jesus Christ. The good news of Jesus Christ is that it, when he said on the cross, it is finished, that every work of the enemy was taken care of and that, that the enemy could not destroy us at will and the enemy could not take us out, <clears throat> excuse me, could not uh, defeat us. It says the gates of hell will not prevail against us. That means that we can break through. We can come through the gates of hell and knock them down and destroy the works of the enemy in people's lives. 
We have to believe that. It says that when he did this, he, 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 in the name of Jesus, the man that had been paralyzed for eight years stood up and walked. Lydia, no, I'm sorry, uh, Tabitha, uh, who had been going around doing good and helping the poor, uh, got ill and died, and Peter came and raised her back to life. And it says when the people heard these things, and then when they saw it, that they turned to the Lord, there should be, we should be continuing acts in our lives today. Acts should be going on right now. Acts of the apostles of God, of the disciples of Jesus Christ. We are disciples of Christ. And because we are disciples of Christ, that same power that these gentlemen had and that they passed on to others should be working in our lives. Why is it not? This is something we need to be asking ourselves. And believe me, I'm asking myself and I am working and believing and trying to walk in the power of God today. That power lives in me and I am I am determined to allow God to work through me and allow God to work through me to heal the sick, to raise the dead, to minister to the poor and those uh, <clears throat> minister to the poor and those who don't believe, to bring them into the knowledge of Christ. Hallelujah. For the magnificent life that Jesus has that Jesus died and rose for us to have. This is a magnificent life. It's a wonderful life. It's a glorious life. And the enemy is doing everything that is possible to try to keep the church from being able to be the church. But we have to destroy the works of the enemy, defeat the naysayers, and be able to walk past the things that are holding us back. We have to believe God. What is it that's keeping us from believing God? From believing that we can heal the sick. That we can raise the dead. That we can help people out of whatever situation that they're in through the power of God that lives in us. We have to move forward in the things of God. And it's not impossible, but we have to believe it. We have to believe it. We have to walk out in that boldness and step out in the boldness of God and believing that the power of God is in us. What Peter did here, what Peter did here, we can do today. It's not just history. It's not just on the pages of the scriptures of Acts, we should be living disciples of Jesus and still carrying on this work today so that others can come into the knowledge of Christ. We have to, we have, to, the thing that has happened, I believe, for us is that we have allowed everything else to crowd out us taking the time to learn the word of God, taking the time to understand what the word of God is saying to us so that we have lessened the power of God through our, through our traditions, 
traditions in the church, traditions in our homes, traditions that, as Jesus said, nullify the power of God. We have to look at those things that are not helping us move forward in the things of God and let them go. We have to learn how to let them go. They're traditions of men that have carried us on and moved us in, and, and they're not helping us spread the gospel. A lot of times they're just, they're just empty, and they're not helping us spread the gospel because we're not taking the time to allow the word of God to penetrate our hearts and to move in us and to believe that God is in us so that we can move mountains. Jesus said, you can have what you ask for, but you have to abide in him first of all. So in, if we abide in him, then he is alive in us. And so if that's true, then we can have what we ask for. And because he, we are abiding in Jesus Christ, then the word is abiding in us. And so because the word is by, abiding in us, we're not going to ask amiss. We're not going to ask for selfish desires. We're going to be asking for the power of God in order to move the gospel forward, in order that others can become come into the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. That's what we're to be moving in. That's what we're to be praying for. That is what we're to be looking to happen in our lives each and every day. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We have to believe God. We have to believe God. And we have to, we have to put the word in so that the word will come out. You know, so that we can stand in the things of God. And move in and move in the power of God. Hallelujah. So that others will see God's power, know that our God reigns, hallelujah, and that our God lives. Glory to God. And then others will come into the knowledge. Hallelujah. Lord, we just ask that you help us. Help us to break the chains of the chains of tradition, the chains of tradition that make us powerless, that keep us chained to things that aren't real, that have nothing to do with you. Help us to move forward in the things that are empowering us and to learn your word and not only learn it, but to ingest it so that it becomes a part of us so that we can walk in it, so we can believe it fully. Lord, we thank you for you, your guidance and your leadership. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Lord, hallelujah. Have a great day in the Lord. I love you and Jesus loves you so much more. Glory to God. Glory to God. Have a great day. I'll talk with you tomorrow.